Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Please, while we stand on our feet, let's go back to our um, scripture text in Isaiah 30. Isaiah 30 and 21. And uh, when you get there, say amen. Okay, Isaiah 30 and 21. If you have your Bible, hold your Bible. If you have your iPhone, iPad, whatever you have that, that, that's leading you to an accurate um, program of the New Testament scriptures or the entire canon in this case because we're going to spend a little bit of time a couple of verses in the Old Covenant. You guys are holding it. You just Basically, let's read the 21st verse of chapter 30 of Isaiah the prophet. Thine ears shall hear behind thee a word behind thee saying, This is the way walk ye in it when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. Let's read it again together. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way walk ye in it when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. Now, we're going to continue our teaching on His divine frequency, the Lord's, connecting with headquarters. How many of us believe that our headquarters in heaven? This is what what Scripture discloses to us. Forever, O Lord, Thy word is settled in heaven. Christ being at the right hand of the Father and received of the Father the gift of the Holy Ghost. And this man, this man, speaking of Christ Jesus, after he had purged or washed our sins, number of scriptures, forever sat down or sat down perpetually waiting till all his enemies be made his footstool. So he's the head of the church, we're the church. That means the body receives the direction from the head. That means the head is the ultimate place for the head or the head of the church. Is heaven. That makes heaven or the church in heaven, if you will, or the head of the church, Christ Jesus, if you will, our headquarters. Does that make sense? So it's very important to walk in the spirit as he's in the spirit. Very important to connect with the word of God that is not refuted forever O Lord thy word is settled in heaven so for me to be convinced that I have to leave earth and get to heaven for me to have permanent victory is belittling the power and the influence of the word let me go a little farther how many are with me how many do not want to be guilty of belittling Christ and his victory I'm going to stop I'm going to stop again I'm going to stop one more time. No. No, it's not a small thing to belittle the king. 
It's not a small thing. It's a big thing. It's a big thing to belittle the king. How many don't want to belittle the, the king of glory? No. Lift your hands and say you believe. Out loud, shout it. You believe that he's just as in control potentially through the spirit and by his church on earth as it is he is in heaven. You believe that? Yes. Okay. Well, we believe that so thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven is predicated on my connection with his divine frequency. I have to hear his direction for the age I'm living in. Other words, I'll behave myself inconsistent with the plan of God. And I'll ask, should I invade or should I not? Should I pursue or should I not? And my victory or my direction would be determined by the season I'm living in and not the Lord I'm serving. I want you to look at somebody and say, we're not seasonal believers. I want you to tell somebody else, we're instant in season, out of season. Are you on your feet still? You know I know that, right? But I want the people to know that. How many of you are on your feet? Yes! So Zechariah, if you will, please. The prophet Zechariah in chapter 2. And then we'll, we'll um, declare our confession of faith. You know, it's very shocking that we are on the same side. You see the nervous laughter? <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the guy I talked about in FCD. How many FCD people I got here? First century disciples. And I talked about that laugh. So <laughs> praise God. Verse 5 of, of the... Uh, ver verse... Five of, of chapter 2 of Zechariah. For I, says the Lord, will be unto her a wall of fire round about, and we will be the glory in the midst of her. Is that powerful? Yes. I will be what? Shout that out loud. Shout it again. Shout it again. And I will be the glory in the midst of her. Hold the Bibles above your head. Shout it out loud. This is the word of God. Not an opinion. Not tradition. Not subject to debate. He's alive. God said, I believe. And that settles it. He is who he says he is. He will do what he said he will do. I am who he says I am. I have what he said I have. And I, as I believe it today. 
I can do what he says I can do. If you believe it, set the Bible down and give God the greatest shout he's ever heard this morning ascending out of planet Earth. be seated and give someone a high five say anything is liable to happen here today and look at somebody else and say anything and everything that is of God I chose by the direction of the Holy Spirit to extract if I can use the term these two verses of scripture out of the entire canon of backdrop under the emblem of um, of course, the prophets uh, who declared it, but under the emblem of the context that the scriptures are in. When we look at Old Testament or Old Covenant scripture, which I'm using the term for clarification purposes, when we look at Moses and the prophets, how many understand what doctors saying? Yes. Then we have to look at that in light of the victory of our Lord and Savior. So much of what's being talked allegorically or in vision form is being talked about also double fulfillment or manifestation of answers through the Lord that have to do with a spiritual house as well as with a natural house. How many understand what I'm talking about? Or whatever the case might be regarding an earthly helper and then most importantly, the Lord fulfilling everything that was talked about them in these portions of scripture, which we read in Isaiah. And Isaiah looked at in light of the fact that you and I share together in a relationship called Christ in you, the hope of glory. Lift your right hand up and shout yes. yes. And um, I'm going to wait a minute because I could snap my fingers and you could be slain in the spirit today. And I say that with all humility. But I'm not going to raise you to depend on the altar. You know what to do to have a breakthrough. How would you act today? Not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Because what I'll do is I'll lose the power and people will say the, the Lord showed up. He didn't show up. He was there all the time. Like the song says. Well, what'd you do about it? Not going to do it. How would you act today? If Jesus' victory was applicable to your joy, how?
So we're talking about the indwelling. We're talking about Christ in you. The hope of glory whom we preach. We're talking about the generator or the dynamo of every day of your life. As my strength was then, so it is now. And glory be to God. Glory every day of your life. The internal generator of your faculties. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Much better, much better, much better. I love you. All right, you may be seated. And so when Isaiah says, you'll hear behind you a voice. Well, it's the day of angelic declaration. But you and I, it's very important to know, when you hear as if behind you, you're hearing in you. Headquarters is in you. Because the, the frequency or the, the signal or the living word of heaven is on earth. And he will talk to people who identify with championship. He will talk to champions. He will talk to apostolic women. He will talk to first century disciples. Hey. Glory. And so just like, just like over and over again in my ministry. You know if I could use an earthly allegory or type. Over and over again. But um, this woman that had been in, she was in our meeting in South Africa. And she was literally a virtual cripple. She's walking around on crutches. And um, her, her husband and her had had an accident. And um, the family. And she was completely incapable of, you know, um, moving around healthily. So she's on crutches, and um, of course in the meeting there are people getting up out of their wheelchairs, and you understand, we, we don't like to talk a lot about just the various things. Because people's tendency, human beings' tendency is to look back. I don't want you living your life in the rearview mirror, neither does God. We don't look back, we look forward. And people say, well, if the Lord wants it to happen now, why isn't it happening? You. The bottom line is the Lord is still the same. But I'll share with you what I see allegorically or what I see prophetically. I saw this woman right now when I was talking to you about behind you. And I looked at her and she said, I have a broken, she had a broken everything. I have a broken collarbone, broken shoulder, broken ribs. We've seen that ever since. We've seen that, I think we've seen that in, in, in Kentucky. We've seen that with crippled, we've seen that in Louisiana. We've seen that everywhere where people were literally broken by an accident and were mended instantly on purpose. God is good, right? Yes. And uh, so she's, and I said, oh, you have a broken, and I was repeating after, you have a broken this and a broken that. 
And she had a broken everything, broken pelvic, broken knee, broken ankle. She had a broken everything. And I took away her crutches from her, but then right, what seems to be behind me, the only way to explain it, was the bigness of the kingdom. This is where the Lord began to drop certain scriptures in my life to tell you how to operate between the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. Because God wants to invade this earth through gateways that can open up and let him come through as rivers of living water with the power and the stability of his victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and what seemed to be like behind me, but what it wasn't, what really I knew on the inside that I'm connected to an endless sphere of God's dwelling by his choice. I don't know if words can explain it sufficiently. And I, I, I knew a wave was going to come. And it wasn't coming through me. It, and it wasn't coming around me. Meaning that it wasn't a tangible wave. Because we've seen those. And it wasn't a wave or a movement or a, a, a frequency that is coming through a vessel. But rather coming through a dimension. A realm. A kingdom. And when that thing hit the woman... Her legs went up as high as her feet. Dr. Robin is my witness. And then there's still a wonderful pastor there that's a student of IMI and, and a follower of the ministry. That's our witness. The apostle went home to be with the Lord. The apostle's wife went home to be with the Lord. The founder of the church went home to be with the Lord. But his wife and family, as well as his team and altar, they know exactly what happened. By the time I got here, uh, to um, Pensacola. I got a call. It was somewhere around a Friday. And the pastor said, and on Wednesday that night, that woman that you, yep, you prayed for, well, I didn't. Power of God hit her. Her legs went up. She hit the ground. The power of God hit the place. And she got up totally healed by the power of God. She, she got up and she, ushers couldn't catch her. When, when God breathes into your house, inhale. That's powerful. When God breathes into your house, inhale. Glory to God. Glory. Lift your hands and let the world hear you. Keep your hands lifted up before this day is over. You're going to have an opportunity to reset and have a button that releases your victory, your authority, and your dominion in the earth despite the things that have been a limitation to the gift of faith in your life. Before this day is over, there will be an opportunity for your house, your family, your business, your ministry, and your call to go to a level... Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so she got up. She was totally healed, of course. 
And we have pictures, but we do not have footage. I may be able to acquire footage if they saved it. And nonetheless, I mean, we know what happened. She knows what happened. And the relatives in, in the church knows what happened. And she said um, she was totally healed. She could walk around, jump around. The church went wild. Of course, 3,000 people, a lot of visitors, probably 1,000 unsaved. And, and so this is where I perceived from the Lord what I would study later, which was by experience, what seemed to be behind me wasn't really behind me. And what seemed to be coming through me wasn't really just limited to my physical ability. And if you realize today that God is looking for men and women that will decide that their physicality is not a limitation to his divinity. And nothing in this world will disconnect them from being connected to a realm that is backing them up. That is bigger than anything they face. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And those that are with us, glory be to God are more than those that are against us. If you believe it, shout yes. yes. And uh, she got up. That means you may be seated. When God inhales into you, when God breathes into your house, inhale. You know, inhalation is a sign of life. And, and the same is true with reference to spiritual participation with God. And God knows who's responding to him and who's just nodding. It's just a fact. Somebody says, well, you're just saying that because you're ministering. No, I'm saying that because I'm ministering to get a result. Yes. Neither I nor God minister to get no result. I might just keep you here today. Because I, I perceive that you've been out there. And I'm going to get you in here. I'm, I'm going to get you in here. I'm, I'm going to get you ready to be in harmony with the frequency of God. You may be seated. Do you love me? Yes. I love you more. Really? So she, this woman got up and um, she's totally healed. She's running around, jumping around, just everything. Well, no shock except the... the um, experience I had with God that later on I was able to share with Dr. Robin how I felt about it. I knew it was coming because the Lord let me know, but I didn't know how it was going to come. Normally, if there's a wind coming and I know it is, it'll hit everybody, my hair included. And so, you know, over, over the last 30 years, maybe 10 times where the wind physically hit and, and you could pick it up, hundreds of people in a meeting or thousands of meetings. Uh, people in a meeting, they could pick it up. That's, that's a manifestation of the Spirit. But in this case, it came invisibly. It hit her naturally and stayed invisible. 
So the congregation had an opportunity to reach up and in faith receive from God, not feeling or sensing tangibly what happened to her, but feeling and sensing internally what's, what was taking place in the invisible world of God. Is it okay if I share these things with you? And um, when she got up, she told me, my husband is in the hospital. He can't get up. Uh, we had an accident. I said, well, give me a handkerchief. And they brought me, a, I remember it till today. Probably was about 30 years ago, Dr. Robin, when that happened. And today I'm preaching on when God breathes into your house. Inhale. Inhale in Cameroon. Inhale in Uganda. Inhale in Nigeria. Inhale in South Africa. Inhale in the greater Africa continent. Inhale in the Levant. Inhale among Maronite Eastern Rite believers. Inhale in, in, the, in the Orthodox regions of the world. Inhale in the U.S. of A. Inhale. It means participate with God in his life-giving spirit. Glory to God. God is about to demonstrate his ability to multiply and bless your harvest and give you 12 baskets and seven hampers for this year, blessing your life with abundance and with quality. Somebody shout like you've never shouted And, and you might, might stay on your feet a few minutes just if you want to. And so this is what happened. She, they brought to me a Kleenex. And I normally am used to cloth. I didn't even at that time want to bless a Kleenex. And I still prefer. But the gift of faith was so strong on me, I just couldn't insult God by saying you can't use a Kleenex. Although I knew better. How many understand what I'm talking about? I knew better, not in the sense that I knew how to insult God, but in the sense that I knew that I should prefer a Kleenex but since there were, or, a, or a cloth. But since it wasn't available, I want to have, have you heard this before? I'm shocked. How many have never heard this before? Wow, okay. Wow. Okay, well, that's good, right? So I blessed the, the um, Kleenex and, you know, I lose the power. I said, Lord, the power in this meeting, right? And I was here in Pensacola. I got the call from South Africa. It was about a Friday. He said, on Wednesday night, what a miracle meeting. What a time we had together. How many people were saved? How many people were healed? But that woman, and he told me the description. I said, yeah. He said, she went to the hospital. And I said, yeah. And he said, on Wednesday night, 18 members of the church along with her husband came down the center aisle wanting to receive Jesus Christ as the personal savior and convert to Christianity. And I said, well, that's great. He said, no, you don't understand. She went to the hospital. I, you know, I don't understand. And so he, she went, <laughs> all right, praise the Lord. Um, 
she went in the hospital and her husband said, you can't walk, you can sit down if you'd like. You can't walk. She said, I'm walking. Because they were in the same accident. See, he's in the hospital bed. And she put the, the Kleenex on him. If you get hit through a Kleenex, no devil can rob you. It's like, how'd you get healed? That tissue. It's like, wow, these weird Christians. And, and isn't that powerful? And she put the Kleenex on him and he got up instantly healed. And he had to come to church to accept Jesus Christ as his personal savior. Didn't know any better. He never heard a sermon about Paul's handkerchiefs or aprons or anything. Neither did she. Thankfully, she didn't ask for chapter and verse. She wasn't educated into ignorance. Did you catch that there? Chapter and verse. Woo! And so 18 family members came with that man to receive Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Coming out of the background they're coming out of and the religion they were part of, there's going to be persecution and there's going to be questions asked. And so they're ready to say, well, Jesus Christ made us whole and we believe He's God manifested in the flesh. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Several points. One is she was sitting there in the presence of the teaching of the word of God. That's point number one. So when she heard the word, she probably was encouraged how to get a hold of the invisible realm of God. And allow God to communicate with her even though she had very little to trust in regarding her personal track record. And secondly, secondly, she was not taught into a place where she didn't think God can communicate with her. But she understood that through the teaching maybe, or through habitually attending that ministry, or indirectly receiving the word of God in that nation, a seed was sown. And so God moved in on a human being And that human being was able to allow him, God, to breathe. And when he did, there was no resistance, of course, because the accident happened and the need was grave. And it's powerful for the Lord to get a hold of us when the need is grave. But he sets us on a path for us to move forward with him day in and day out, instant, in season, out of season. And so I was very excited to hear that wonderful testimony And remember everything that happened there. And this is the way walking in it. And I said that I knew when I was talking to her that the power of God is going to hit her. But I didn't know because it felt like behind me. But it felt like in the bigness of God. I've said that statement before. Out in the bigness of God. 
See, child of God, you're connected to the bigness of God. I said, child of God, you're connected to the bigness of God. My, my, my. There is nothing in this world that is bigger than your connection. You're connected to the bigness of God. There is nothing in your opposition that is worthy of greater respect. You're connected to the bigness of God. There is no word curse. There is no lie. There's no antagonism. There is no pessimism that is greater than the positivity of God in your life. You're connected to the bigness of God. Lift your voices and shout, yes. You getting anything out of that? So in light of that, when you hear behind you a voice saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. When we turn to the right hand and when we turn to the left, the voice in the New Testament experience of Christ in us, the hope of glory. And now faith is no longer putting God neither in the past nor putting God in the future. But although we acknowledge he's always been and he always will be, he's here right now. And we're connected now to the bigness of God. We're not going to be elevated to a greater level of participation with the bigness theologically. Hit someone say theologically. 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 According to the teaching of God. He's not going to supply a greater measure of participation with him when he returns for us. He's actually going to hold us accountable for what we did with everything he extended toward. Did we inhale? How many are going to say yes Lord? Yes. Glory to God. You understand what that means right? Talitha Kumi and she gets up and he said give her something to eat. Why does he have to give us directions about the woman? She's the one that rose from the dead. No you need to understand what just happened. She got set free. Child of God you need to what happened to you. You got set free. You've been, thank you. You've been born of God. You're connected to the bigness of heaven. You're connected to the bigness of God. When he started a good work in you, he's able also to finish it and complete it. Glory to God. You getting anything out of that? Shout yes. yes. Lift both hands. Shout yes. Yes. And one more time for the Holy Ghost. You may be seated. So this is the way walkie in it is, is directing us to stay in agreement with headquarters. And then when we see Zacharias and um, the, the Zechariah the prophet, we're seeing a young man and we're seeing the emblem or the backdrop of what the Lord is directing him to do. And a number of things the Lord is directing to do. One is prophesy regarding uh, it's 530 or so AD before, or BC before Christ. And the new temple, the second temple is about to be dedicated. And he's going to declare something about the high priest. Interestingly, the declaration does not stop but continues to our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. And interestingly, the high priest is called Jesus. So interestingly, the definition in chapter 6 goes ahead and clearly shows that the high priest Jesus sits on his eternal throne. 
And so this is very, very powerful because in order to understand it fully, spend some time in Hebrews. But I'm sharing with you a young man prophesying at a time of Nehemiah and Esdras at a time when the temple is being built. So it's 530. So we're safe. Hit somebody say you're safe. So he's talking about Jerusalem and he runs and he sees a young man running and he measures the city of Jerusalem. But he goes ahead and he talks about Jerusalem the way the apostle Paul talks about Jerusalem. And I won't get, I might not go, get to go there, but I'll give you the reference. I'll go there later. You getting anything out of this? The apostle Paul talks about the Jerusalem, which is above is free. Who's the mother of us all. And so when, when you talk about running and you talk about connecting with Jerusalem, then you go to the 12th chapter of Hebrews. Are you there? You go to the 12th chapter of Hebrews and we're going up the Mount Zion. We're going to the new Jerusalem. Hit somebody and say the heavenly Jerusalem. So in Hebrews, we're coming to congregate and we're congregating in the heavenly. So when the Lord says, I will be a wall of fire round about her. He's not exempting the church of supernatural protection by the Lord of glory. If you've ever as a Christian had to believe for supernatural protection, you believe it more so now than you've ever believed it in 2,000 years of church history. And the Lord will protect you no disease will afflict you. No demon will destroy you. No opposition will cause you to fail. My God. My God. Should I stop Dr. Robin? You getting anything out of that? You may be seated. I'm, I'm, I want you to get, get some, some of your relatives ready, your people ready. Let's look at this, please, in light of the teachings of the Apostle Paul. Let's go to Galatians. We all know the Apostle Paul's encouraging words to the Galatian church. Well, we'll start with verse 22. Is that all right? Galatians 4, 22. Because it's written, well, well, let's start with 21. Tell me, you that desire to be under the law or legalism or Moses, do you not hear the law? Well, I don't know, Apostle Paul. What did the law say? We just... We just, we just knew be Galatians. New B. Say that three times, you get filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm just kidding. For it, because it is written that Abraham had two sons, and one by a bondwoman and the other by a free woman. And he who was 
of a bondwoman was born after the flesh. How many know who that is? That's a type of who you used to be, B.C. Right? Before Christ. That's the old man. That's the first birth. But he of the free woman was by promise. Praise God. Which things are also an allegory. Now if the Apostle Paul tells me what an allegory is, I'm, I'm going to believe it. Right? Yes. For these are the two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai, which genders to bondage, which is Agar or Hagar. Hit someone to say, Mount Sinai, bondage, Hagar. Mount Sinai, bondage, Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answers to Jerusalem, which now is. Notice the Apostle Paul is talking about the Jerusalem that rejected the kingship of the king in his day. He's not talking about the Jerusalem that became part of the new covenant and accepted Christ. Read it again. Read it again. Look at that. He's talking about people. Read it again. Read it out loud. Verse 20, 25. Read it. Go. But Jerusalem which is above is free which is the mother of us all. And in the next verse, he talks about what Dr. Robin and I amply and thoroughly taught while we're still in the tabernacle over there and while we're still in first year of IMI and while we were transitioning over here together with you, the very famous words of Isaiah, because it's written, rejoice, you barren, and you that did not bear, and Cry thou that travailest not, for the desolate has more children than she that has a husband. Talking about the heaven that has never offspringed a human being. Until the word became flesh. And the word led captivity captive. And now heaven was busting out with sons and daughters coming to glory and the church in heavenly realms as well as the earthly realm is talking about the frequency of almighty God that can keep you, protect you, raise you and guide you, forgive you and wash you. My God, I feel the... Hey! And, 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 and so, so the heavens are busting out with a generation of sons and daughters being reaped by the almighty Holy Spirit because we're not settled for the first birth. We won't just tolerate being a normal, mechanical, intellectual, solical human being. But you were born of God. 
And when you were born of God, you were born to be connected with someone bigger than you. So much bigger than your world you're living in. The world you're living in is not worthy of you. He's so much bigger than the challenges you're facing. He's so much bigger than the petitions you're asking. He's so much bigger than what the body of Christ is asking for. Thank God that he's with us. Thank God he's with you. Today, you will have an opportunity to receive the breaking of every restraint off of you and your family and the reception of immediate peace and uh, righteousness, peace, and joy. If you believe it, jump up to your feet and receive that. Do you have the minute? You may be seated and turn with me. In your scriptures to the 12th chapter of the writer to the Hebrews. And it's very important to note that Hebrew is a scholarly book. And the book to the Hebrews is the book of the scholar. And if the scholar has any questions, the scholar could bring them to FCD. And, and, and you will have your questions answered. You say, well, doctor, I don't understand. First century discipleship was put together by the Lord and his direction for the man of God to be able to disclose to the people of God the dispensation you're living in. Something that never left the earth, but it's high time to believe it. It's never left the earth. It's been the conviction of the body of Christ for 2,000 years. But it's high time to believe it. So when we look at the Moses and the prophets, for the most part, when you get into especially messianic prophecies, Prophecies about the king, prophecies about the Messiah, prophecies about the Lord that happened, like I mentioned, Zechariah, 530 years before Jesus. And if you get to chapter 6 there, it shows Jesus is king in, in, in uh, Zechariah. Jesus is high priest. Jesus is eternal. Jesus is on his permanent throne. Jesus is the branch of David. Jesus is the shoot. Can I tell you some things? Jesus is the branch. Jesus is the shoot. Jesus is the orient, orienting them to the sunrise. And Jesus is the direction upward for your life. So that's the word branch. You have that word branch in your Bible because that word branch in your Bible normally is a messianic word. What does the branch mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because the rod of Moses meant to progenerate. The, the rod of, you know, Levi or Aaron meant to procreate the Rods of the 12 generations of Israel, tribes of Israel, meant you put the rod in, they're going to blossom. So when the prophets talk about the branch, they're talking about a brand new supernaturally introduced, the word become flesh, and the human himself will go ahead and regenerate after his kind, and, and the divine word himself 
will cause you to be born of God, not of incorruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. And so our outcome is Christ-likeness. Our promise is Christ-likeness. And our connection is Christ's nature. Do do you understand that? Because listen to me, hit someone and say, if you don't understand that, then it, it, it doesn't really make sense for God to put the word branch or shoot or seed. Because seed produces harvest, branch produces planting. It would make no sense at all for God to put something in there that's supposed to terminate with, with its induction. So if I tilt the moment I get to branch, then what good is Christ to me? If I don't allow Christ to put in my life certain things, I want to tell you what has come against you is not part of you. I'm going to go over here. What has come against you is your enemy. You owe him no respect. You owe the king connection. God will help you. God will bless you. God will ignite you. God will transform you. And God will change you. Glory to God forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know the Lord loves you, right? Or else he wouldn't share that much with you on a wonderful Sunday morning meeting. He wouldn't. Are you in Hebrews 12? Well, while we're there, look at me a minute. What, what I wanted to share with you was the book of Hebrews has been elaborated on and expounded by many reliable people. Many also that were not that reliable. So in your understanding of the law and the prophets and in your understanding of our New Testament doctrine, you can also look at the a writer to the Hebrews who in my view as well as the church age old view is the apostle Paul. When you look at that, you look at literally an exposition regarding New Testament high priesthood role of Christ and every other thing that Christ does in our life this side of eternity. As well as what he's doing that side of eternity because the two are connected together in him. How many believe that? How many believe that when we pray, he ever lives to make intercession for us? And so the two are connected. And also, if we don't pray, he ever lives to make intercession for us. Amen. And so we know that. We know the two are connected. We know that also his blood speaks positive things instead of judgmental things like that of Abel. So his blood doesn't say, revenge me against unbelief in the world. His blood says vindication and deliverance to every one of us. Isn't that right? So all of these things are collected by the Spirit of God and they're disclosed to us in the writing to the Hebrews. They're very clear. I'm amazed. And you know that the Lord touched my life in 1981. He touched me in 1976. So I've been preaching since 76. You know, I was like about three years old. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm born in 73. It's good as year as any, right? But I preached as an evangelist. I preached as a, a convicting vessel. I, I preached as an instructing man of God. I knew my doctrine. I studied really good for three years. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> you know. No, uh, all, all kidding aside, and basically in, in 1981, when the Lord called me to stand in the office of the prophet, immediately, instantly, just like I'm going to share with you about in one night, and, and you, I, I received this for you, in one night, Dr. Robin will concur. And, and so, the office of the prophet came on me, and the gift of prophecy and word of knowledge and word of wisdom and the gift of prophetic insight into the sacred scriptures. So if I looked at Moses and the prophets, I always was able to be directed by God, the Holy Spirit, into the frequency of what he's talking about. See, when I read my book, the church's book, I don't read a foreign book. I'm a child of the house and I'm called by the Lord to be an instructor in the house. So I don't read a foreign book. He's, he's a house savior. And so in 1981, when I, I would turn into the old covenant, I would see the church in the old covenant. And I was very, very shocked at how many things are contained for us in our understanding regarding understanding Christ and his priestly role and his... his um, uh, being the apostle of our confession and his being the divine eternal son of God and his being a victor over death, hell, and the grave and the cross um, that, uh, that he went to, etc. It's all contained in the Hebrews. The writer to the Hebrews connects us with everything that is in the Gospels and indirectly with everything that is mentioned in the epistles. So the doctrine itself is disclosed in, in the book of Hebrews for the church to understand the New Testament role that we have to play victoriously with God and on behalf of the Lord. And so if you're there in the 22nd verse, say amen. amen. And the 12th chapter, say amen. But you are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. Stop for a minute. So we don't have time to read all the verses, but he tells us what we're not come to. And he describes Sinai, Arabia, child of the bondwoman, and he says we didn't come to that. So if we didn't come to the, to the type, then we must have come to the real. And so he goes on to say that we've come to the real. 
You are come unto Mount Zion or Mount Zion, the real Mount Zion, not geographical. Unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You've come to the heavenly Jerusalem. Well, when have we come there? Did we come there when we go up in the great catching away? Talk to me. I'm talking about where your rubber meets your road. So talk to me today. Is he talking about when we go up? Oh, he's talking about when we gather. Therefore, God is committed to his wall of fire and the glory in the midst of you because he called you exactly who he was talking to. he'll protect your economy protect your business ventures protect your ministry protect your call protect your family protect your mind your will and your emotions protect your health and he'll put his glory in the midst of you and the glory in the midst of us as by Christ and you the hope of glory he'll release inside of our uh, presentable circumstance or condition power that goes in every direction repelling the lies of this natural world that has been defeated in the person and the principalities of darkness 2,000 years ago releasing in you and in me the atmosphere of heaven in the middle of our bedroom in the middle of our house in the middle of our business in the middle of our journeys in the middle of our Churches touching you in your life, touching you in your call, touching you in your purpose. Glory be to God. Are you getting anything out of this? Does that bear witness with your spirit? Shout it, yes. Now let's look at it, please. Let's look at it soberly. Let's look at it righteously. Let's look at it as a whatever. Predenominationally, but also let's look at it intelligently. But you are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. To the general assembly and the church of the firstborn. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Which are written in heaven. And to God the judge of all. And to the spirits of just men made perfect. Glory be to God. And to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant. And to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. See that you refuse not him that speaketh. In other words, if God breathes, if God breathes, that's right. That's right, young man. That's right. See that you refuse him not that speaketh. Don't resist him. You got to know what you're coming to when you come to church. Hallelujah. We got to know what we come to when we come to church. 
quiet in this Presbyterian, Methodist, Episcopalian, and Western Catholic Church. Did I hit everybody yet? Day is not over. I love my brothers and my sisters. See that you refuse him not that speaks, for if they escape not who refused him that speaketh on earth, much more we, if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven, or much more shall not we escape if we turn from him that speaks from heaven. Notice when we gather, we're gathering unto the heavenly. Notice when we gather, we're gathering unto the frequency of the Lord. And we're gathering not to the one that speaks from earth. But the one that speaks from heaven. Glory be to God. So we're gathering unto the heavenly. So there's no wait until I come back for you. There's actually participate. Inhale child. Rise up child. Run child. Believe child. I'm with you always child. Even to the end of the age. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm with you always. Glory to God. I'm going to keep you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to fend for you. I'm going to defend you. Glory to God forever. I'm a, hallelujah. You feel good about the Lord? Now, now you understand at home that doctor or the man of God is not saying that the Lord is not going to come back bodily. I'm not saying that. Of course I'm not saying that. You know that. But don't put me between a rock and a hard place trying to get you to stand up. I'll go get a cripple. I'll go get a dead man. And God will breathe on them and they will inhale. Is that what you want? Somebody to take up the torch for you and run ahead of you because you gave up on the... Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Somebody say, don't do that. Get your finger up. Say, don't do that. that. Say, don't touch the ark. ark. You may be seated. Is that right? Is that right? Is that okay? Yeah, so you you preach this way and people just immediately, well, what he's trying to say is he doesn't believe in the second coming. No, if I needed to say that, I would say it. I have a mouth and a good vocabulary. Nobody believes in the second coming of the Lord as strong as I do. But right now, my problem is not with the Lord. I haven't been sent by the Lord to teach the Lord. I've been sent by the Lord to teach his body, the church. Oh, if you're going to jump up, jump up and shout like a mighty army in the earth today. Glory. Glory. Shout yes three times. Glory to God. Stay with me. Stay with me. We're going to pray in a moment. We're going to pray and you're going to be free. You're going to be free. And, and so please stay with me on your feet or, or you may be seated. You may be seated, but stay with me on your feet spiritually. So if you notice here, the moment we gather, we're gathering up. 
the moment we gather, we, we identify with the heavenly. And the moment we gather, we have a description of what we gather towards. And church is like a mountain that can't be moved, an eternal mountain that God spoke about. Um, a heavenly Jerusalem, the city of God, the church of the firstborn. And we gather to the spirits of just men made perfect and to the blood of shrinking that speaks better things than that of Abel. And said, see that you refuse him not that speaks. So receive the report of the speaker. Because if they did not escape that refused him that spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we refuse him that speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but he's promised yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. So when we gather together, we're gathering to the voice of one that shakes. You don't like your circumstances? Come to church. You don't like your conditions? Sign up for FCD. You don't qualify for FCD? Sign up for FCF. You're not ready for FCF? Sign up for IMI. Amen. Wherever you are in this progression of growth that God has called you to do, we have a program that will strengthen you and enable you to run the race set before you looking unto Jesus. So if we come to the mountain of the Lord and we come to his description of what we have been gathered to, we come to the place where his voice will shake. So you don't like the things that have been impillared against your family and against your call? Come to church. Come to where there is an anointed prophetic vessel, apostolic vessel that will speak accurately into your life and shake the very foundation of the kingdom of darkness that is opposing. Come on, jump up and shout like you've never shouted in your life. shout like you've never shouted in your life you may be seated stay in that anointing please there's certain things that happened in the earth and happened in the this nation I mean, in the earth covers it all, doesn't it? Certain things that happened in the earth in the last decade or so, are both positive from God, but also opposing from the enemy. And our enemy just basically steals the prof prophecies and the predictions of God and twists them. He has no word of his own. You know that. He has no, no word of his own. And so this is why the enemy has grabbed certain things and put them on, on his agenda. And, and he's using the same premise to operate in certain nations and people groups to try to get you bound to ancestral paganism or culture that he's reinventing for you. When in reality, many of us, especially the, the part that makes up whatever, Christianity and that reached over into um, the western world and reached over over here across the great lake if you can call it that we trace our roots back to pre-denominational Christianity first century Christianity but here the apostle of God Christ Jesus release, releases his revelation to his apostolic global church 
and to the FCD um, curriculum and to people all over the earth that were trained in Africa, in the Levant, in upper coasts of Slovakia and different parts of the present world that is in, in challenges or whatever. And still there are Christians running around leading people into the small little sinner's prayer, giving them a track and they're counting them as a decision. That's like running off at abortion clinics or whatever the case might be and ba barely giving someone a breath and leaving them there. I'm sorry for the, for the very clear picture, but it's time to train up disciples. God is looking for you in the front lines of willingness to allow him to do something permanent. If we don't do it this side of eternity, we'll stand before his judgment seat and answer as to whether or not we built anything of substantial value. It's time for you. Now, how many of us are in business? How many of us are in ministry? Lift up your hands. How many of you want to make the journey all the way? Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. The Lord said it's time for him to be able to get over to you. Everything relevant to your victory and your success in this life. Are you catching this? You may be seated. I want to strengthen you because you're already loyal disciples. But I want to strengthen you because you are obligated both here and in your business and in your family so you don't have time to know what all God is doing and what the adversary is doing I do this is all I do all I do is this I don't practice this I do this because I'm answerable to the king about this when I see the enemy running around all the planet and counterfeiting the direction God gave me for the church in order to deceive people groups in Africa, in, in the Middle East, in the islands of the sea, to predate missionaries and get back into pagan practice when they should have grabbed pre-denominationalism in the beginning because God delivered the truth to them. And I want to talk to everybody that's of a American Indian background, everybody that is of First Nations people, our Alaska people, don't let anybody predate the gospel in your life and put you in a place of paganism. Go all the way back to the cross of Calvary and the resurrection on the first day of the week. That's the Lord that saved you. And all of the movements of God in Samoa that were touched by Dr. Robin, Dr. Christian and the team, don't let nobody put you in so-called pagan practice of some kind of an ancient group called the Samoans don't you do it because you're king you told me that your king ran into Jesus himself and converted directly before any missionaries came to them and it's Swaziland don't you let anybody sit down don't you let anybody Swaziland come in there and tell you Jesus is Johnny come lately because your great 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 grandfather Dear princess and mom that were born of God and believers in the Lord and, and sister of the king that's born again and spirit filled. You know that your great, 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 great king, grandfather, had Christ appear to him and his footprint is still on the rock. And Jesus told him when the missionaries come, they'll bring two things. One is a book and one is gold. Take the book. 
It was Christ that introduced you to the New Testament. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Don't, don't, if you're going to shout, shout. And Barbados and Trinidad and Tobago and, 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 um, and I can go down the line. I could go down the line, but I won't name every geography of the sea. Grab a hold of first century discipleship. Grab a hold of the word of truth from the Lord regarding your people groups and save your people groups. And so the um, First Nations people, don't you allow anybody to put you in some kind of a paganism? You guys know as well as doctor knows that alcohol was not introduced to you pre-denominationally. You know as well as doctor knows that many of your elders ran into Christ personally and Christ opened their eyes. Some of them were blind and Christ throughout history has not alienated you from the provision of the cross or the resurrection. So grab a hold of the truth that Christ has redeemed us. Christ has redeemed us all. Thank you very much. I said Christ has redeemed us. He was made a curse for us. Thank you. That we might, that we might be delivered. That we might, hallelujah, be set free. Hold your hands up and shout like you've never shouted in your life for the nations of the world coming to the saving knowledge. And, and so also Africa, you, you know you got this. And some of us got it in 2012. Some of us got it in 2013. So many um, leaders and, 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 and uh, heads of movements got trained in our school here. And I talked about first century faith, Africa. And you were able to go back and then get the jump on your enemy that came back later came in in the French-speaking regions and said, well, the gospel didn't come here till the French came. Interestingly, he went to the German-speaking, said, till the Germans came. And then he came to the English-speaking, said, till the English came. He went down the line tree, through your tribes. And yet your leaders, thankful to God and their connection with apostle and, and doctor, or doctor and doctor, <laughs> and this ministry, you were able to preemptively stop the enemy by taking back to your country a knowledge that you were founded in and you took back to your people groups the reality of how the gospel was never withheld from Africa. And so you were able to get the word out. But you know what I'm talking about. Would you pray for the people of the world? And this nation, pray for the American Indian, pray for the First Nations people, pray, pray, for, pray for the Hawaiians, pray for the Samoans, pray for the Tongas, pray for Papua New Guinea, pray for Australia. And everybody said, Amen. So, do you want to get um, some help today along with the world? Yes. 
Um, Dr. Robin and I were able to spend some very, very intricate time with God over the years, but most importantly, the last couple of um, months plus um, in both fasting as well as um, rebooting some things. There's a mini sabbatical to get to the depth of what God would deem or describe as answers to the people of God and to people at large that need to receive and hear the good um, word of the gospel. And so one of the things was basically very accelerated and moving very fast. And Dr. Robin and I saw that, and, and um, I'll just tell you what it was. I had no idea what in the world was white noise. I didn't know what white noise is. I don't know if anybody here doesn't know what white noise is. Does everybody here know what white noise is? Why didn't you tell me anything? Well, I'm going to tell you what white noise is not. White noise is not part of you. White noise is not being manufactured by your mind. White noise is not a handicap you have. White noise is not a prison you're called to live in. And so all of the things that come as a result of white noise and its excesses. Because technology awarded us some things. And most importantly the people, my daughters and my sons that work in technological arenas directly or indirectly. Whether you merely use a computer or you do frontline work and, or medical work or whatever the case might be. You know, therapeutic work. You're involved in, 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 in light, you're involved in technology and you're involved in certain... If you live in a modern day home, you have plugs and you have certain things. And um, I realized that one of the days early on, as it was moving very accelerated, because I was losing weight, ridiculous. And Dr. Robin, am I right? And we, we have been spending time in prayer, in tongues and all of that. And then all of a sudden... For about, you know, one night, two nights, three nights. And then Dr. Robin just said, you know, Dr. Christian, we've been talking every day for 12, 13 hours. We've been sleeping like maybe an hour, two hours a day. And some nights you haven't been sleeping. What's going on? You need to put the brakes on this thing. So then I shared with her. In, in other words, you need to slow it down. How many understand what I'm talking about? And, and she said, because people don't know that there are millions of people today. Spending big bucks. I found out yesterday. Look at somebody. Yesterday. Tell them yesterday. Yeah. Since you guys don't tell Doc, Doc has to go on a fasting spree and seeking heaven in order to have an open vision to help you. And you sit in the meeting. I knew what white light is. Give me a big break. I put you in charge of this world. Well, you doctor, I wish you didn't put me. God did. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> even worse if God put you in charge of this world and you're just going to show up in the judgment seat. I knew what white noise is. <laughs> you didn't know what it was. And, and so that's it's even worse. See, you got to understand what you're in charge of. Otherwise, you won't do anything to stop it. And if you're an enemy of God... And you're my enemy. You've already failed before you started. Get in line and get a number.
You know there's thousands upon thousands of people out there. So don't leave here saying, oh, I can't believe he talked to me like that. How you know I'm talking to you? <laughs> Should I stop? No. With my eyes open, I had an open vision. With my eyes open, I had an open vision. It took Dr. Robin maybe a day or two to get me to share what I, what I was seeing. I said, here's what I'm seeing. And it basically white light and subliminal whatever and the course of work over the past 30 some years. Even though I live a very fasted life and a very separated life. I don't do my own research. I just give my team the, the portions of scriptures they need to go through and then I use hard copy. How many understand what hard copy is? I use, I use hard copy. I use what people will not use. I use ancient, brand new, off of the printing press, hard copy. So my study material is 400, 500, and 300 or so years old. I look at that. There's nothing beaming, nothing at me. Nothing. No, no refrigerator, no, no microwave, nothing. With the exception of living in a decently modern home. Now, if I was going to become a Mennonite or something... Or, or, you know, be uh, Pope Benedict or Buttrick's fire or whatever. That would be a different story. You know? And even those guys, bless their heart. You know, they had to kind of hold off on publishing some things till they're gone. Because they'd rather leave peacefully. Than be aided along the chambers of telling the truth and gaining the consequences. Am I talking too fast? You understanding what I'm saying? Words coming out of my mouth. You guys understanding? Am I helping you at all? Yeah. See, otherwise, what you'll do, you'll have subliminal message that come at you through um, a thing you think you're watching. And it's watching you. And words you think you're hearing. And they're muffled to hide certain things that are within them. And if you get in the prophetic and get in the connection with God, you'll be able to decipher that. And you'll say, well, you know what? I'm going to willfully not listen to that. I'm going to get my um, information from a reliable source. So the point is, with an open vision, I saw that these things were not part of you. They were connected to something that was trying to attach itself to your lifestyle and therefore affect you that way. So I knew that I would minister to you that way. Now, white noise... Um, you know, people are getting, getting equipment, they're getting programs, they're getting material, and they're getting advice. Medical communities telling people all over this nation, by the millions, all we can do is give you hearing aids that can muffle the noise out, or you can go to sleep listening to television, or all of these things are partially helpful, but who knows what they hold in the long run. So what happens is people end up to a certain, if, ex, certain um, level, bound to um, technology that is supposed to have been um, a blessing to us. And um, the, one of our people here hadn't been able to sleep for years. And on Friday night of GOTC, I barely mentioned this. 
And uh, they came out, got prayer, and it left. So that night it was gone. Saturday I taught the school of ministry or the prophet school. And they came out and they were ministered to and it left. And Sunday they came out, Pastor Christy, uh, you along with Reverend John, laid hands and, and uh, they knew it was gone. So the, they're not here today, but the advice was try sleeping with the television on, try sleeping with whatever, and none of these things worked. One of our team members, before they came to work for us, Dr. Robin, they were with the company and, and they had that problem and, and they didn't know that that was going on. And then it affected their mind, it affected their health, it affected their energy. So today, what you broke out of today already is that you switched through faith and agreement with God's word, not mine. You switched to allow your internal dynamo, Christ in you, to go ahead and infuse your body and you already feel the energy of that switch. And, and so there, there'll be other things that I'll be talking about, but today I'm just going to take a little, a little time and I have you close your eyes, if you will. And at home and around the nation, around the world, if that's you with your family, and there's white noise harassing you or keeping you. And if you shut everything off, it keeps going. And it keeps going in the form of, of songs. It keeps going in the form of rhythms. It keeps going in the form of repetition. It keeps going in the form of recollection of certain things that you watched briefly even, or certain things that are from decades before, or sometimes 10 years ago or whatever. They pop up all by themselves. You're going to be set free from that. And if you make the switch today and say, you know, I'm going to make sure that the things of God in my life are most important and more relevant and I want to go ahead and believe God to be free from anything that um, also affects me in the form of uh, hindrance of my alertness or my energy level. I want those things shut off so that I step forward to the proper righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It, now, it's, it's only 1.35 um, central time. Stay with me right now. If that is you with your eyes closed, if that's you, slip your hand up and say, Doctor, I, I want to agree with you that these subliminal noises, sounds, or hums break off of my life right now. If that's you, hold your hands up high. Hold your hands up high. Okay. Please get up and come forward right now if you can. Dr. Robin, you're going to help me. At this moment, Pastor Christie, get ready. And uh, please let me get everybody here to understand that our God, being and nobody move, nobody leave. Our God, um, our Savior, is alive. And, and anything and everything that is a hindrance to you, and if you have been uh, working on a virtual library or you're working through the agency of downloading or surfing or whatever and in that business or work that you do there is um, there is a searching then when you shut that thing off that thing should shut off if, if there is any reason why you should 
uh, block that thing, then you can do it via a number of means. You could do it also by watching uh, through a blue glass and protecting your eyes, and, and, and if, if you want to do that, and then you could also shut those things off and unplug them or whatever. Those are all methods you could find out about the most holistic or God way of severing yourself from that. You, you're intelligent enough to figure those things out. The part that you need is the spirit. That's right. The part that you need is the spirit. Yeah, and Dr. Robin, of course. I, I just wanted to, um, in, because literally it's almost everyone here that yeah. you've been dealing with this. I just wanted to um, say some things in very plain language. The frequencies that the enemy is trying to utilize to hurt the body of Christ and to hurt human beings, especially in America and the first world nations because they have more technology, technology on top of technology on top of technology on top of technology will bring frequency upon frequency upon frequency That's upon right. frequency. That's right. We're getting bombarded through our eye gates and we're getting bombarded through our ear gates. And what we're getting bombarded with, we don't know what it is. But we do know that it robs us of peace. It robs us of sleep. Mm -hmm. It makes us think and feel as if it's part of us when it is not. It's not. It's not. It is outside of us. And one of the things that I wanted to say, doctor, because you love your people so much. I need to testify about the fact that Dr. Arfouche will stay up all night long studying the scriptures, searching what is going on in the realm of the spirit to help his people. He loves you. So what he's talking about right now, somebody may say, well, is this a conspiracy theory? No, it's not. You can go on uh, your whatever you want to search with. You'll find it. And then yesterday we looked at it. First time. First time. And we found all kinds of machines that people are buying and millions of views on particular videos that they're supposed to cancel this problem. Now, we didn't have this problem in the 60s. We didn't have this problem in the 70s. We didn't have it in the 80s, and I'm getting to some time where people were born. We didn't have it in the 90s. We didn't have it in the, in the 2000s. Not to this we just got it really hardcore in the last three years. In the last three years, it became so loud that as we saw it and as we found out, people are having to purchase machines to play a machine in their bedroom or in their home to cancel this constant bombardment of frequencies. The frequencies cause people to have less energy. It's they right. cause people to be confused. They cause people to remember things they shouldn't remember. You may have saw one thing on your timeline one time and all of a sudden you lay down and it keeps popping up in front of your eyes. That's not you. But there's something invasive behind the vision and behind the audio. And it's happening in a high technological world. Now, some people have a hearing problem. 
and they will suggest that you get hearing aids to cancel out that sound. But we're way past that. Now we're at everyone. We're at small children, we're at young people in their 20s that are having this kind of problem. Yeah. So why would we ignore it as a health issue? It is a health problem. Now the body of Christ, doctor so aptly said today, can interject with the dynamo of the Holy Spirit and blast it out of their life. But if we don't know that it's not us, then we will think it's us. And then we will have to seek out help and say, what's wrong with me? I have this, that, and the other. I'm telling you right now, you don't have any of it. Okay? So today, we're going to minister to you, and your ears are going to start a detox. Amen? And if you're like me, I don't like to have anything in my ears. I'm not the kind of person that I love spirit songs, praise the Lord, but I don't like to have anything in my ears. I like to rest my ears so I can hear the spirit of the Lord, right? Well, I want to hear the spirit of the Lord. I don't want to hear other things. (laughs) Noise. It's noise pollution, all right? It only came as the technological advancements of the world began to intensify. And there's these intense frequencies that are bombarding people, and they need to stop, okay? Now, the counteraction to it is, first of all, acknowledging that it's not you. Second of all, acknowledging that, yes, it is there, but I can blast it out of my circumference of life by having this dynamo on the inside of me, and I'm going to push it out. I'm going to push it out. That's That's not me. I'm not going to get caught up in that nonsense, right? right? Now, does it matter what's behind the frequencies? It does matter. Now, I'm not a conspiracy person, okay? I'm like a really simple person, right? I like to eat, I like to sleep, I like to exercise, I like to be with the Lord, not in that order. <laughs> right, but, but when something is trying to, you know, uh, uh, how do you say it? Trying to get your attention. Disrupt. Disrupt your, your peace yeah. and your momentum, right? Why would this crazy frequencies that are going on in the world today stop people from uh feeling energetic and peaceful and prayerful peaceful and prayerful studious and studious well it makes perfect sense yeah because if you could distract the body of christ they won't be able to pray you can temporarily stop the resistance yeah stop the resistance we are the resistance it's it's not (laughs) it's it's not fiction it's reality and so if we ever had victory If we had victory in the 2010s, if we had victory in the 2000s, then there's no reason reason not to have victory in in 2020. There's no logic to it at all, except that it must be the enemy's ambition to stop you from having the victory. Now, what Dr. Robin is saying is we took some time Mm -hmm. to go ahead and step up our connection with God, to go into realms that we don't really have to answer in. (laughs) Does that make sense? I don't work a technological job. I don't serve nothing. Does that, my exposure to technological side is very minimal. So if I was given direction from God to see that with open eyes, it must be for the people of God. And then I knew immediately that it must be for people who work in technology, work in computers, work in whatever, um, in advancements of technology. 
And it, it must be to, for people also live in a world that is inundated with frequencies. With, with frequencies and with the advancement of technology. And we can't leave the world. No. We, we're not saying leave the world. We don't want to leave the world. So it's okay to have a business or have a, a job or have whatever mm -hmm. that we're getting our input from regarding some specifics from satellites or from, you know, wires or from G5 or whatever. <laughs> it's, you can't escape the world, can you? But you can have victory in the middle of the world. Now, if I doubted that, you wouldn't come to church here. If I said you can't have victory in the middle of the world, you would see that as an insult to the king. So get ready to get set free today. Amen. Amen. So Dr. do you understand what we're dealing with? Okay, because uh, Dr. and I were, were very shocked when we saw yesterday the amount of machines that people are buying that are made by the people who make the white noise. It's like, thank you very much. From the original white, makers, the original of, makers white of the noise. white noise. Here's a white noise canceling machine. I'm like, is this a racket? So that must be a problem, <laughs> right? It must be a problem. And the moment you, you try to click on, it pops up. So it must be a problem. And how many of you feel like the Lord has the answer for us Amen. today? Amen. Amen. And then at home, get ready for prayer. Dr. Robin, would you help me? Yes, yes. How are we going to do this? However you want. However you want. Oh, goodness gracious. You, you, well, I'd like to get my hands on people, Dr. Well, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. You know. Pr Praise God. And keep the camera on me. Dr. Robin, go down and yes, lay hands on people. Pastor Christy, help Dr. Robin. Lord, we thank you for the word of the living God. We thank you for the power of God. We thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the people of God. Mm. We thank you. Thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Move in their home. Move in that office. Move in that prayer room. Move in that auditorium. Set men and women free right now. The Lord will break the power of any intrusion and every intrusion into our lives and block it out with the power of the residency and the indwelling and repel it out of your home and your life and as we congregate together ready ready to participate in an upcoming event ready to get our tickets ready to get our time get it, ready to get our itinerary or ready to get our visas. The Lord moves in your life. Be set free. In every corner of the earth. Be set free all over this wonderful region. In Florida. In Louisiana. In Alabama. In Mississippi. In Georgia. All over the 50 states. Move powerfully. Throughout the oceans of the sea. And islands of the sea. The power of God moves powerfully in your life. 
And I bless you. I bless your ministry. I bless you in the time of your need. That the Lord would uphold your hands. And strengthen you. And enable you. To receive from his giving hand. I believe with all of my being. That the Lord is going to move in your life. And he is going to make his word. Not only a prediction. But a now performance in your life. And he's doing it right now as men and women of the Lord are praying in the Apostolic Global Church and they're partnering and standing with Christian Offish Ministries. I bless you right now in the mighty name of the King. I loose the power of God on you. I break the power of the intrusion of white noise and subliminal masking and subliminal backwards programming and any visual or audio that you hear that is cloaked to hide something to in, invade your life and we repel it by the power of the almighty Holy Spirit we declare that the goodness of God in the land of the living overtakes you and sets you free and the Lord will give you peaceful sleep and the Lord will give you peace that passes all understanding according to the word of the living God and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep our heart shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus so he will keep our heart and our mind through Christ Jesus glory be to God forever glory be to God forever Send in your testimonies. Send your prayer requests. Send in, send in your bold and strong testimony and decree right now. Send it from California. Send it from Hawaii. Send it from the Isles of the Sea. Send it from Alaska. Send it from Arizona. Send it from all over the Bible Belt. Send it, from, send it from the East Coast. Let us know, New York. Let us know. Every metropolitan area in the world. Let doctor know about the freedoms you receive in the middle of high-tech environment and in the middle of activity of unprecedented proportions in the area of technology and your involvement in it let me know of the peace of God that overtakes you let me know of the peace that passes all understanding keeping your heart and your mind glory 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 come on let that fire let that joy let that shout and let that praise fill your home God is breathing into your home. He's releasing his blessing. Glory to God forever. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today, 
Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.